Listening to Adam Air MD GD Underground Parking Therapy. You know, I don't think this show is suitable for children. I don't think this show is suitable for anybody. <laughs> According to Less Than B Greater Than Wikipedia, Less Than B Greater Than. The first issue, titled Slow Death Funnies, was produced by San Francisco State University graduate student Ron Turner as a benefit for a local ecology center. Well, on my behalf, sorry about a little confusion. It looks like Ron Turner did create the fucking book Slow Death. But it also says that back in the fucking day, they didn't have room for fucking Greg Irons at first or whatever, you know? So... You'll have to go back and read the book, but I can see where my confusion came in. Nonetheless, fuck Crumb, and fuck all these other fucking dicks, and Peter Cooper can suck my nuts. Alright, let's get this fucking thing rolling. Whoa. (laughs) (coughs) Smoking that fucking lemon, lemon tie, sativa hybrid. Watching uh, the Wizard of Oz, the tornado scene in sync with Pink Floyd's On the Run while I'm recording this getting stoned. Wow. It's pretty wild how much in sync it is. Well, I guess that's what tonight's really about. Tonight's episode's about being in sync, communication. <laughs> Linking it up, man. Had a fallout with uh, Mike Diana. He didn't really know I was upset, but he put it together. Tonight is a special episode, which I didn't tell him I was recording until about 37 minutes in. (laughs) That's my style, dude. But it is an apology. He gave me permission at the end to go ahead and put this fucking episode out. So here it is. Hey man, we work in this fucking industry. It's bullshit, you know? It's just a lot of hoo-ha. We're going to talk about the windbaggery of the system of people working in comics. We're going to talk about Greg Iron, slow death. I'm going to get my feelings out. <laughs> and possibly, you know, watch uh, Mike Diana molt into an actual real, real criminal in underground comics. That would be badass. <laughs> Technically... The whole trial thing was bogus, but he has walked through the fire, as we will establish. How much have you given into your trade? 
things you thought you knew. Kind of bullshit. Fucking crap in the wind. Well, stick around. <laughs> we'll be right fucking back. In a hungry mood and you're looking for some food. It's cool, it's refreshing. It's Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips Summer Luncheon Special. Now you can get two pieces of fish, coleslaw, iced tea with free refills, and a frozen yogurt dessert for only $1.89. Offer good until 4 p.m. each day, so don't miss out. Put it on the Treacher's smile on your face. Put it on the Treacher's smile on your face. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's alright, I guess. How you, you're, you're, you don't sound too good. Um, I mean, I guess I'll feel better after Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Colonoscopy. Have you ever had one? No. You've had one or no? No. They say 45 is when you should get it, and I'm like seven years late. Really? And I have, my mom always reminds me to get one, because we have that in our family, like the history of colon uh, prostate cancer, I oh. guess. Shit. So we'll see, you know, I mean, hopefully, if I don't have cancer or something, I mean, you never know. I hope Like, you... thank you, God. <laughs> I hope you don't have cancer, man. <laughs> That's fucking... Yeah. That'd be bad. Uh, That'd be bad. Well... God damn. I guess uh, I was pretty mad, man. <laughs> we got... We, you want to talk about this? Or this be... Well, you know what I never got to tell you. When they contacted me about doing it first thing I asked was if they were taking contributors because I said I got two guys for you you did and I was talking about well, you and Carlo Quispe why didn't you tell me <laughs> well but then they wrote me back and they said they weren't taking contributors and like oh, the guy was saying I'm a you know, dick. last gas has no money well did you see the book how thin it is I mean a lot of people got cut out of that it's just you know I was like the people that were in it. Well, I was like, well, okay, this, was, this had to have happened after after we did the Big Apple call, and and I was like, you know me, man, with everything that's been going on with the fucking Sherry and Larry <sighs> yeah. and the fucking oh my God. everything else, that's and right. it, it just it just looked you didn't have your back. It just that's what it looked like with you, man. And yeah, it did. Well, I screwed up because <sighs> I didn't tell you about it, even you know. I mean. Yeah, that was a big one. I was I would have loved to be able to tell you about it and say, hey, they want you for the book or something. But, you know, then when it didn't work out that way, I didn't know how to tell you. I guess. No, I, I would have just preferred you have told me. And, been, and I would have been, yeah. like, stoked that you fucking, to know yeah. that, that you fucking went up to bat for me, dude, even. And it wasn't, yeah. even, even if you hadn't gone up to bat and it wasn't even a situation like that, I just would have liked to have known you were in that. You know how I look at slow death is like. Yeah. Religion. I should have told you. I yeah. Mean, I realized. I was like, oh man, I fucked up. 
it, it, tur- it turned bad because I was like, I guess he thought I wouldn't put it together. <laughs> or, right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're not dumb. No. I don't want to ever think bad of you. I'm so glad that that's the reality of what happened, man. You know. And for the record, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm right about the last gasp thing because according to what that the way the book is about Greg Irons from Fanographics. It yeah. says that they turned him away from. Uh, they what? They turned that last gasp turned him away at that point. The original. Oh. And, I wouldn't doubt it. And I, that really hit key with me, man. And if it's not true, yeah. then. <laughs> I did read that in two thousand seven yeah. when that book came out, man. And I was like, yeah. huh, you know. And I just thought it was like, but you go back yeah. and you look at. Slow Death is put out by Echo Funnies and Last Gasp and all this stuff, but it's like, did it yeah. did it come out technically after? You know the film, yeah. the Fillmore poster thing, right? And you know he he was, you know I don't know, you know it's just that I I from what I read that's what had happened, and uh, yeah, I was thinking about Crumb being in that book, and I was like, he cock blocking son of a bitch. Oh God. You know, it's just like, you don't even belong in slow death, dude. You know? Yeah. He doesn't. I, I, I still yeah. think, well, knowing what I know now, man, I I think we should just start putting out our own slow death books, man. Yeah, definitely. Why not? Fuck them. You know, what are they going to do, sue us? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm getting sued by Ron Turner's son. Uh. I mean, how many years <laughs> went by? You know, it ended in the 70s, right? Or when, when did it end? It's the last slow death issue. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and... I don't remember. Now I need to go back and see how accurate the, the book is with, you know... Because according to that, yeah. not, none of those guys would even talk to Greg Irons. And, and only Crumb was the one that was all like... Really? According to the book, it says Crumb said, Hey, I'm sorry there's no room for you here. Keep... And that's, Crumb said that to Greg Irons. Yeah, like that, that's what it says in you in that book. I shit you not, dude. That's one of the reasons I was like. <sighs> but I thought Greg Irons is in slow death. He is in slow. Wasn't he in some issues? Yeah, he. Well, it's it's technically his his friend's thing, you know, that was introduced yeah. to Greg Irons, according to right. And I see. That so it's technically it really belonged to Greg Irons. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like right. if they if they turned him away to begin with, and then they had him back after he was able to become successful. Right. Because it it wasn't just Last Gasp that turned him away. It was the other three whatever underground presses that were out at that time in San Francisco, because Crumb had already opened the door. You know. Oh my God. <sighs> So that's that was kind of my that was one part of it. The other part was like our, the trigger. Peter Bag. I worked that fucking convention with Peter Bag. <laughs> yeah, he's in the book. It's like, why am I not even being told about this fucking book? And I just felt, you know, like uh, I ended up crying. I sounded like a baby. Ah. Sudden, it pops up in your face. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with fucking, you know, being on one publishing firm, 
yeah. already, and then being with Dan Fogel, and oh, hearing guys like Mike Boheme being like, nah, fuck Dan Fogel, after you've worked with him. Really? Oh, yeah. I've heard a bunch of shit, man, you know, so. Like what? Fuck Dan Fogel. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You know, based. Thing to do with him. I felt like it was just the same kind of cock blockery. I felt like, oh, I'm just going to leave comics, man. Yeah. So I felt like after that, well, Slow Death was enough to knock my dick in the dirt in a lot of ways, man. Because I was, uh, well, I just, I needed to know about it. You know, I just needed to know that they that you had gone up to bat for me and that they weren't into it. And I thought it would have helped me out a lot. And, you know, instead of for the last, like, almost eight weeks now, I've been completely fucking pissed yeah. off and all this other shit, you know. It's been like, because that's kind of when I figured it out. I was I was yeah. listening to the weed episode that we did, and I was like, and then I was recording with, uh, I did the Mission Mini Comics episode with uh, my buddy Rio. And he was like, oh, that Slow Death book came out. And right when he said that, I was like, and Mike Diane is in it, right? And that, and my autistic ass finally put it together. And I was like, huh. And it, you can hear it. I kind of hit the revelation right in the middle of the episode. <laughs> I'm like, I got fucked over on that, huh? Oh, it just kicked in. It had just kicked in right on the mi- in the middle of that Mission Comics episode. And I was like, dude. That's fucked. It was fucked up, and... It it sucked. It was a shitty feeling to be like, oh, well, because C2 had just left the show because of that MTV thing. And, uh... I forgot. What happened to that? The Catfish by Catfish episode. I ended up yanking it because, uh... I had a psychic vision that it would affect this guy. And he's a weekend dad. He's trying... He's got his job at this production company, you know, and I, it's called critical content and that's who MTV is pimping off to fucking put these little shows together. I had put it together that the guy that they were trying to pin actually did do these awful things to, uh, uh, Roxy Firestone, who was the uh, uh, the black woman I had on, who said she's like with the Federation of Light and she's like an alien. And I remember that one. Uh, and then, okay, so right before MTV called me, the episode got striped by Atlantic Records because it has the Eminem song right. eight, "Eight Mile" on it, and they yanked it. They fucking yanked the the whole episode. You know, um, and then I got contacted coincidentally by Critical Content, who wants me to go on the show so they can find this fake catfish guy. Right. And I was like, well, two things are going to happen either because I was like, and I don't really care about being on your show, dude. I, I've watched it. I don't care about that kind of shit. But I, I'll tell you this: yeah. that the guy was guilty. And uh, he really did hurt this Madam Roxy Firestone guest that I had. 
and now he's trying to hire you guys to make it look like so he can just cover it up, you know. It, how hard is it to fucking put on a fake account, have some guy apologize to me, I'm sorry I did that to you, and I'll be like, well, that's fucked up and blah, 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 I, which I don't care about your fake-ass apology because according to what was really going to happen, I was supposed to be working on it at MTV right now. Yeah. And, uh, and I told him <laughs> repeatedly, I was like, that's really what happened, and I was like, you know, this guy's not sitting here telling us we're going to be on MTV. Yeah. And how's he know Roxy to begin with? And she, you know, she's got these UFO ties, so it goes deeper than you, you know, could imagine. Yeah. It's just widespread corruption. And I told him, but I, I had a psychic vision, and he was like, well, I wish you'd take it down. He's like, I got to go. I got to go pick up my kids from soccer. And he, he didn't use it as a vice. And I and it kind of resonated with me, and uh, and then I had the vision, and I, I I was like, let me guess, you're a weekend dad. This is the only way you got to support your kids and yourself, and trying to like da 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 da. And if I right. don't if I don't yank the episode, you'll be fired, and the kids will be affected. Is that correct? And he goes, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and I was. Him. And he didn't under he didn't he was wondering how I saw all that, and right. and I saw it, and I told him, and I and I was like, well, because of those kids, I'll yank it. But that's why it's it's not because of you, dude, because you work for some corporate swine shit, and God doesn't necessarily give a fuck if I put the dirt out on you guys. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it does matter if children are being affected. That was all I said, and I just left it at that, and I yanked it. That was the end. I hear you. Uh, this other, you know, but, you know, the slow death thing's been fucking irritating as fuck. I haven't talked to you forever. Oh. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just over all this shit, you know? And I, I just felt, yeah, it was a shitty feeling to feel like you fucked me around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never want to be a fogel, you know? <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to be my best friend. So yeah. you just got to remember, like, you know, you are, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. when it comes to things like religion, like slow death, <laughs> you got to tell me about it, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's important, man. Yeah. I'm so glad you went up, not only for me, but for Carlos, too, man, you know? <laughs> I mean, I haven't told him because I just figured he'd be disappointed. Like, what am I going to go up and say, hey, you could have been in slow death, but you're not. You know? No, man, because we both love you, dude. That's why you have to understand this. That's why you... thoughts, too. Yeah, that I'm just like... Well... I always feel like I'm trying to protect someone, but it's, you know, not the right thing, actually, because it sneaks up and gets me, you know. It was a sneaker. We'll be right back. my home cooking it's special this week at arthur creatures our fish and chicken dinner fish and chicken all done up real tasty in arthur creatures secret batter complete with crispy chips and hush puppies only 219 only 219 you can't cook this meal the way that arthur creatures can it's good there's a secret where's the secret 
it's at your fingertips. It's Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. How do we make the meal you can't make at home? What makes our fish fillets so crunchy? Are chips like french fries outside and baked inside? We'll never tell. There's a secret here tonight. Real good secret here tonight. Clap your hands and smack your lips for Arthur Treacher's original fish and chips. I kept putting it off, you know. I don't know if Carlo feels the same way I do about uh, yeah. the integrity of Underground and, and, and how deep, you know, all that. He doesn't that. have that same connection, really, necessarily, like we do. You know? I, mean, I figure as much, man. <laughs> yeah. He was more like, you know, he likes that Underground stuff, certainly, but he was more into, like, Tintin influenced him, you know. Oh, and uh, the Viking one. Yeah. <laughs> Exficier you know, or whatever. I mean, you and him have the styles that I like the most, you know. What am I going to, like, fucking contact Johnny Ryan or something? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. I think it's just, unfortunately, Last Gasp is dying, you know. And they're having their own Last Gasp, I think. And they wanted to put this out you know just because uh to do it but they didn't have any damn money you know i mean they're paying 50 bucks a page you know that's like what they paid wilson for back in the day you know dude i think we should just do the extreme bootleg slow death real version do the real thing. yep and just be like <laughs> the way irons the real artists the way irons would have like to have chuckled about it. Oh my god. You know? It's too extreme for them, even, the underground. Do you think that's possible? I mean, it was really Greg, I liked Wilson, but Greg Irons had some of the most disgusting stuff. Like, remember the, was it Skull Comics when uh-huh. he injects the, uh, injects his dick and the woman's like, it becomes like a condom or oh, something? Oh, man. That that's should... just, yeah. <laughs> Then it's worse than that. Greg Irons went deep into dementia, and he had that whole thing about revealing shit under layers and like yeah. this whole kind of crazy yeah. dynamics with. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Just the way he would round stuff off or it had like some kind of design in it in those, a yeah. lot of those early ones. Uh, Skull Comics, you know, that classic Greg Irons image where he's peeling off, you know, his face and there's the skull under it. It's that first, like, kind of classic image of Skull Comics and that beginning of Greg Irons' brand of underground comics. I would have liked to have seen S. Clay Wilson be like, I'm going to go hang out with Greg and, and see him mix it up a little bit more, you know? Yeah. As opposed to Greg Irons being like, the Green Lantern special appearance at the, you know, Super Friends, you know, <laughs> it's like, or, you know, Green Arrow even. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of like this, you know, the Green Arrow or Plastic Man, hey, they showed him once and that was it. Uh, but that, you know. It's injustice is what it is. It feels that way. And I, I feel like, you know, I feel like they probably did get him on there after the fact. After, yeah. you know, he had fucking done Fillmore and all this other shit, you know, but... Yeah, exactly. But yeah, seeing Peter Cooper on there, that schmutzy motherfucker, uh, you know? That was miserable. 
That was just miserable. That pissed me off. A lot of things pissed me off about it, man. I was, I was, uh. Yeah, that was. Not pleased, uh, <laughs> after the realizations had come in. Mike didn't even tell me about this fucking book. I thought that I had told you about it when it came out, though. No, we. Because I put it on Instagram. I, I actually had brought it up right uh, before we recorded. And I was um, like, you know, hey, this, uh. I saw the slow death book or whatever. I, you know, and I saw that you were in it. Yeah. I didn't put it together. I, yeah. I couldn't have even conceived that you would. But it didn't. Yeah, it, I didn't you have. Probably, yeah, you were like eggs Benedict Arnold. Oh. I was like, uh, uh-uh. this motherfucker just eggs Benedicted my ass. You don't want to see to even think that way about me, and then it just happened. That's like fucked up, you know. Well, it kind of makes sense with all the rest of the end of the world bullshit that's been happening. So I was Aww. like, well, I guess I got really no one, you know, because I was th- I was talking to C2 about like, hey, I want to put this super show together and I want to have you and Mike and Kim and Tim and my mom uh-huh. Uh-huh. as the, this team. Oh, wow. And that's what I've been trying to develop. But um uh-huh. C2 ended up leaving. And so that that yeah. kind of Brainiac, you know, it's like Brainiac leaving the Legion of Doom. <laughs> why? Why? Is, why because is I, I didn't want to pull, because I, I, I had a bad feeling. I hadn't pulled the MTV episode. I had this long-ass talk with C2. Right. He was like, let's just yank it. He's like, now remember, if we yank it, don't ever like put it back up or whatever, and I thought it was pressurable, and I, I was like, okay. I was kind of like, yeah, sure, but I wasn't like, really in compliance with it, and I shouldn't have done that. I should have just been like, no, that's too much uh, executive direction for you. This is my shit, <laughs> and I did, yeah. you know, so that I, you know, I'm at in my learning process. Yeah, I lost C two kind of because I was like, no. Uh, these guys are lying at MTV. I'm going to keep the episode up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, C2 was like, and I was like, and you shouldn't have been making me so paranoid. And if that's how you uh-huh. feel about it, you know, then go ahead and just leave. Cause I don't need friends doing that to me. And he's like, I'm going to take your invitation to leave. And I will not answer your call. No matter how many times you call back. Oh. And that's how he left. Oh. <laughs> I was like, God Whatever, I'm not going through uh, what he's going through, man. And, you know, he's going through operation and all this stuff. It's difficult, whatever. Maybe he needs needs you now, though. I don't know. I don't know. Don't you think you can salvage it? No, because I think, imagine if you're going through a hardcore sex change, bro. Oh, Jesus. You know, uh, you got to let moons pass before the healing can really transpire, dude. And it's just not something you can rush. You know, you and I can talk about this fucking incident and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's normal. Talking to C2 about, you know, anything uh, while going through that shit, probably just, it's just not ethical. It's not a good, it's not a good etiquette. I care about the dude. Yeah, fuck.
lost you somehow. <laughs> anyway, enough about C2. and I had a good time with her. You know, it was great. We did yeah. some cool shows, but I'm moving on. Uh, yeah, might yeah. as well. Stay on the team, dude, please. I think that, yeah. you know, we got something going here. We can take it up a notch. Yeah. I got that thrift store, and I had the ideas about going into Zoom and making these Zoom ep- Zoomisodes and stuff uh-huh. like that. I thought that was a great idea. But also, you know, people do listen to these little radio ones. Yeah. You know. That so, keeps people going, you know, in these times. Yep, it's, you know, somehow it's like yeah. sitting next to the radio back in the Depression days or whatever. Yeah. Now bust out your little at Orphan Annie Dakota ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, and now listen to another fabled Superman soap opera. Yeah, exactly. You know. The sound effects and everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Hold it right there. <laughs> I yeah. used to listen to the talk radio on, in the, uh, you know, like, probably like late 80s, early 90s in Florida. That was pretty nuts. One guy went off about uh, Andrew Dice Clay oh. you know, like before he was really well known. Mm-hmm. He's like, this guy, Andrew Dice Clay, and he was playing even clips of it, like the nursery rhymes. Oh, Maybe yeah. with things bleeped out, probably. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I went and got the album, you know. I'm like, well, there's doing publicity for him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Radio days, oh, yeah. I mean, we're... You know, I think every one of your episodes is good. Do you? You were giving yeah. me props on that last one. I was yeah. all pissed off at you still. I was like, really? Aww. Don't try to evade it, man. I was trying to get back to <laughs> I was trying to. I, was, I knew I screwed up, you know? I was really got so got personal about that. Man. I was just like, oh. I mean, I was thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, you know, but I was feeling so down. It was hard for me to just call you at the moment, you know, because I was, like, not feeling good about myself. I'm sorry, Mike. You know. Well, you you gotta know how much I fucking love you, dude. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Carlos does too, man. Yeah. Not like I do. He's kind of, Mm. you know, second. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, not just... Just talk to me, please, man. You know, I really want to, I really yeah. want to, anytime I can hear about a professional thing, even if I was just brought up, which you did, yeah. which you did. And you know what? It ca- it casts it out there. It's, you know, don't feel too down about it because yeah. you cast it out there. It's out there. Yeah. You know, our names got dropped. That's awesome. We, our names got dropped by you. Yeah. That's fucking great, dude. Are you kidding? That's all I wanted to hear. I would have been happy just just hearing that and then yeah, in I the future you. you can know you can you can have yeah. comfortability in knowing that yeah. you can tell me that junk. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. I should have just told you, you know. It blew up. It went fucking yeah. it, it turned into Fukushima. Yeah. 
It was like <laughs> nuclear yeah. radioactive fucking tsunami wave atom air. Oh. I was hey, like, man. nope. I told Mike Bohema, I was like, you I'm not, I'm not going to talk to Mike Diana anymore. And he's like, dude, you're such a bridge burner. Oh. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> oh. I was like, well, and at that time he was right. You know, because oh. I was like, well, if I'm not going to get taken seriously in the profession, then fuck it, you know. Yeah. And I've, I have served. And oh, I, yeah. And I was like, well. Jesus Christ. Plus, you know, got Peter Bag in that fucking Big Apple Con and yeah. got you the book on Crumb's imprint. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, uh, to get fucking stifled on the, you know, the on the so, knowledge of the, on the slow death. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, it's not good. I'm not mad at you anymore because we're talking, obviously, but I'm just glad that you you made the call, you know? Because I, I wasn't yeah. even sure if you were going to, man, to be honest. I was like, well... Well, yeah, I just had to sort out everything with my own... Well, I got my MRI, so it seems like I have this thing in my neck, they said, where it's like narrowing, like inside of the spine, narrowing. Narrowing. It's like the whole the spinal cord's in gets more narrow, and it like puts pressure on the uh, spinal cord or something. Oh, you're going to have to get a spinal tap? I don't know. Ugh. I mean, they're gonna do. They're gonna put a needle. Is that what that is? They put a needle and check something in there. Yeah, that's a spinal that's tap. That's on the thirtieth. Oh, you're getting a spinal tap on the thirtieth. And then they say, "Well, it'll <sighs> last you maybe two years." Oh, oh man. Well, then what? I mean, I don't know. I'm starting to. <sighs> I don't know what I, time I have left. <laughs> oh my god! How bad does your back hurt down there like that? Do you feel like you need to well, like? Well, I've been going it, to a back doctor, and it's been feeling a bit better since then. Uh, Maybe this thing will help. You know, I mean, I at least want to get some more information. They said that surgery is like more of a last option. They said it's not bad enough maybe to get surgery. Yeah. They said also there's a bone spur, so I don't know what that means. Hmm. In my neck, a bone spur, like a piece of bone growing, I don't know, but I'm hoping on the 30th they'll be able to tell me more, you know, and get that tap, see if that helps. I mean, really, the worst thing right now is just in my right and left arm. feel kind of numb, you know? Yeah. Like a kind of a numbness. feels like my hands kind of fell asleep when they get sleepy, you know? Not totally needles, but... Um, I mean, that's been for a while now, and then, like, a certain spot kind of... In my back, it's kind of annoying still. But you know, I'm a survivor. I mean, I'm not done yet. We've got a lot of shit to do. We'll be right back. Hey, hamburger hungry, is that Red Barn's new giant hamburger? Yup, the Barn Buster. Made from a full quarter pound of pure ground beef. Wow! And boy, do people like them. Listen. This is the first big burger that really tastes great. Even the bun tastes better. That's Red Barn Special Bun. I've had big burgers before, but never with flavor like this. The Barn Buster. For ladies and little folks, we'll cut it in half. It's funny. One night you go to bed, and when you wake up, 
everything is different. Now Brian's acting a little peculiar. He's like a completely different person. I don't even know him anymore. Something's gotten into him. Sometimes everything glows with a different kind of light deep into him. What are you telling me? That we killed someone last night? Something bad. Something slimy. What are you doing? Something very. I know something's happened to you. Very. How is that? Hungry. You can't keep killing people every time you're hungry. You're mine now, Brian. I own you. Gotta get out of here fast. Go where? You're a wreck, Brian. Leave me alone. Whenever you want to stop hurting, you come to me. It will turn you inside out. We'll be right back. Some people are very hard to please. For them, I recommend Arthur Treacher's. Treacher serves the most tempting seafood. Fish, shrimp and clams, clam chowder plus chicken, and all those tasty chips. The Treacher's are something for everyone. Three-piece tenderloin of chicken dinner. Delightfully delicious. Just three forty-nine. Get a two-piece chicken snack for only $1.59 or a three-piece chicken dinner for just $1.99 at Red Barn. We have fresh ideas at Red Barn. <laughs> we got shows to do, you know? Yeah. And I think of some more. So C2's gone, you said. That's done. C2's over. I, Maybe uh... another day. I got a friend named Jamie on who. Let's find you know, someone, someone else new. Jamie. Yeah, he's a punk rock uh, guy. He's pretty smart in Atlanta, and like, oh, wow. he's pretty hip to like conspiracy style, you know, and all that stuff like that. And uh huh. I know that. Uh, I just didn't know what direction you would want to. What I mean, do you like how I'm just all over the board all the time? I think so. Because really, if, if I just go like a certain way and then I'm just like... Well, yeah. well it seems like a lot you can work conspiracy stuff into almost any subject anyway. Because there are like certain things. Yeah. You know, I think even our candy episode, we had some stories... <laughs> <laughs> Mind control, control through sugar or something. There was that level in there. You know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, almost like uh, you know, Halloween three season of the witch. <sighs> you get these kids going for the sugar. Yeah. Door to door for candy. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. man. Imagine those days. I guess it's not so much like that now, but at a certain point, I know in Florida, they were like discouraging people from doing it. They're like, well, don't go to door to door, just go to the shopping mall. 
and then my parents did that. We go to the mall and you trick or treat at the different stores, and it's all the same candy though, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of it. Like, oh, another little bag of M and M's. Thank you. Back when I was a kid, you know, I would like go all night. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Fucking come home with pillowcases full of shit. I've so much of it. I had uh, those Halloweens like on Carolina Beach or whatever, you know, where, you know, you had wacky ghosts uh, literally on the fucking night, you know, um, and people harassing ghosts, shit like that. But also like you had this one lady who would give out a silver dollars. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And she, you know, she was senile. Right. And so you could just come go around the block and come knock on her door again and she'd give you another silver dollar. I just wouldn't think that people would do that maybe or wouldn't worry about it. or. So me and all the other kids who were (laughs) greedy assholes decided to go ahead and tax this old lady, you know. Oh, I remember getting like I remember we went I I got like thirty bucks someone else got like thirty bucks you know <laughs> and then uh fucking thirty coins uh, waiting you down hey man that was like it's fucking awesome. a bunch of video games that's all I knew yeah that's arcade y'all where you actually used to go and yeah it's like the Adam oh, Sandler God. Pixels movie you know yeah that's how I used to do it you know. Yeah, man. I remember the last game I was playing was like uh, uh, Dragon's Quest or Dragon's Lair. Oh, wow. And um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Right. Skate or Die was out. Uh <laughs> Skate or one? Die! Yeah. And you had to get a bunch of tricks on. Uh, there was a few fucking... Uh, games that were just still in the last of their stand-up, you know, before it really just kind of lost popularity yeah. and started going to home council, console or whatever, council. <laughs> home I mean, council. Yeah, it was council. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, I remember Space Invaders, but we were still going to arcades. There was plenty of, you know, places... Chuck E. Cheese, and then there was Copycats, like the Showbiz Pizza Place. Yeah. Another one called Wild Wild West. It was a whole Western theme. I don't remember that like one. Like a ghost town, and they had shootouts and everything. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> like that. guys dressed as cowboys shooting each other out, you know? Oh, wow. Gunfights. They all indoors, you know? Oh, and, man. Uh, oh, you know what I was looking at? Not to cut you off, but you know what I was looking at pizza, the other day? Pizza and Pipes. Oh, Another yeah. one called Pizza and Pipes. Pizza and Pipes. They fucking all went out of business immediately. I mean, not immediately, but all at once. You know, they were just gone. And I think Chuck and Cheese survived. You remember Red Barn? Of course. Oh, my God. I used to eat there when I was a little kid. I was looking at photos of Red Barn the other day. Oh, my God. I was like, I oh, gotta look man. at those again. They, they're just incredible. Place. They're incredible. I don't know what it was. 
specifically about Red Barn, those yeah. guys tapped into some really strong public yeah. relational yeah. kind of method without really doing jack shit. I think it was wow, really? they were in a gigantic Red Barn. Yeah. And you, you yeah, could, exactly. I you mean, could I go was like into the barn. As a kid, like I'm in a red barn. Mm-hmm. I found a red barn. Did I tell you when I went to Cleveland? There was a. I stopped at Arthur Treacher's. Oh, you did. And uh, I think there was a red barn was like next to it or something. Oh, I took some no pictures. Way. And it wasn't a red barn anymore. Of course, it was like something else. When was, was this? Like, Just now? When you just came back? No, that was this was a few years ago before the pandemic. But oh my god, there's no red barns back. left, right? I mean, you saw it. You saw the last. I one. mean, open businesses, no, but I mean, it was definitely an old red barn building. You know, like the right size, and uh, and I even right there when I after I took a picture, I looked it up. You know, I looked up the pictures and and was like, yeah, that's that's it. You know. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, you figure they would have all been torn down, but not necessarily, you know. No, I, you know, you see these, like... It costs money to demolish something. Well, landmark things get turned into, like, car dealerships or some weirdo carpet fucking distro. Yeah. It's just like, you know, they don't really use it for something cool like it once was, you know. Yeah. It's just some bullshit, right, with the shell of it. Yeah. Kind of like when you see an old when you know it's a Taco Bell or a Wendy's or, or even yeah. an older variation of it. Once upon a time, you know that's now an independent like you know fucking restaurant or even. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, <clears throat> like this used to be a Wendy's or you know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna call in the heavies, and I think we should fucking do the slow death. That should be the your punishment. That should be your punishment. Yeah, and that and that I'm recording this apology. Mm. I I just wanted I record everything, you know that. <laughs> I still never got Hefe on the show. Is he into it even? I'll ask him again. He's been re- pre preoccupied because he had his father passed away. His mom is like really depressed. And- let me ask you what you think of this. He's taken her to an alternative doctor that wants to give her like mushrooms and stuff. Oh. Like, not like tripping balls, but you know, trying to get her out of her depression with like psychedelics or something. I Seems think like micro, micro dosing. Micro dosing? Yeah. She's like probably close to 80 years old. Oh. But she, after the husband died, you know, she, like, won't get out of bed. She just, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel it. I feel... And he goes over there whenever he can to try and help her. But he's still got to work a job and all this shit. So it's just, it's been rough, you know. So I just don't want to push him, you know. But he's, maybe he'd be into doing, you know, talk about something. Um, I'm into it. I, uh, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. I think that uh, you know we got a, we got a million probably uh, subjects. I think we could we could really 
evolve right now with what's going on because what you know I know we can't get Frankie on the show and I, well, I I'm I, still trying I understand I keep trying he has a, he's a tough time he loves you though oh yeah and um I don't know maybe it's time for you to be like you know what I'm gonna go ahead and just let you produce a movie that I direct is that cool you should go ahead and do it you should just do it and just be like yeah yeah. Eh, take it, man. I mean, what the fuck yeah. else is really going on? Are you going to get, like, yeah. suckered in because of, oh, here's Mike Diana, token yeah. Mike Diana, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I felt like slow death was this oh, misappropriation yeah. of. Yeah. I saw it, and I get how people who aren't as in depth or whatever and they just see it for face value yeah. or like that's cool as fuck I love that they did that you know right in that sense I would have you know even 10 15 years ago I would have felt differently yeah but I feel like now it's like yeah fuck the industry fuck these guys <laughs> let's go yeah, ahead and yeah, take exactly. it tell Frank you're gonna make the slow death movie <laughs> and it's yeah. about all of us fucking Making our bootleg, <laughs> yeah. and and you and you getting in trouble the right way, you know. Finally, uh-huh. you know, and just being like, yeah, "All right, right." <laughs> now that's put that's punk rock. <laughs> that would be a punk rock ass fucking movie too, dude. Yeah, something like that I think would we be could do it. Would be phenomenal. I think it would break. Could be like short stories, like creep show, you know. And you can make it the focus. Writers into it. Yeah, you can make my mental illness kind of a focus on the thing too, about how I flip out and like I'm this kind of hothead, and it gives me the exposure, you know, that I need in a way, Uh which you know people are generally scared of. I think if they saw it in a cult movie, kind of displayed out, you know, they might have a different kind of look at it, and they'd be like, "Wow, he's." He really is all the fucking freak I thought he was. <laughs> it just clarifies it up. It, it shows that, you know, hey, that's where... <laughs> I am a nut. I'll help you write the script, man. I would love to be on it and just have fucking Frank fucking... Just, all he's got to do is sit back, put his name on it. That's it. Oh, God. He trusts you, so... We could yeah. get away with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> the next brain damage no. sensation. But are you still in? Uh, I'm where I'm wherever this this hypothetical movie needs me to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way. It doesn't matter where where I'm at. You know, I'm loose. I'm just like, hey, I I spent. What's going on with what's his name there? Who the mortician? Yeah. It's after hours right now, so he's tying one on. Maybe you heard him. A little uh, earlier. <laughs> are you? Um, has he ever been on the show? Or he? I had him. I had him once, but uh, uh-huh. it was a little awkward. It was like right when we were reconnecting, you know. And I, uh, I wanted to shove that fucking Mortician Diaries episode on there. Yeah. Which is a good episode. Bring out right. your dad. Ding. Bring out the dad. <laughs> Bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I love that whole thing. And the story about William Adams at the end is awesome. Yeah. The mortician. Yeah. I just thought it was a great episode. But, you know, we've all, 
I've kind of been using the mortician's house as a, my own personal mental ward. I'll be honest. You know, I, uh, yeah. after everything that's gone down yeah. and, yeah. you know, everybody's going through it, I just yeah. decided, hey, I have to utilize myself in a space of stasis. Yeah. Put my mind together. I'm getting yeah. ready to move to Alton, somewhere around the area of the Mississippi, man, like in about a week. Oh, wow. I'm going to stay there until I'm done with the portal. But I will keep recording, and I want to work on modifying the show. Yeah. I want to go to school at Carbondale and SIU. Right. Because I think I can get in and, uh, yeah. you know, some kind of gateway uh, to getting into art therapy and broadcasting. Right. To make this fucking show real, so I can get me and you on there for real. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be great. You sound great. You, for I know as much discomfort and pain you're in, you, mm. you know, I hear the hacking. Not, the hacking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's smoking and stuff. The hackening. I always have the hacking. The hacking. Hackasack. The hackening. Is <clears throat> um. He's filled with phlegm. We'll be right fucking back. There's a world of fast food where you find all the usual. And then there is something else. Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips, where bread isn't a big part of the meal. Where the cooking process is so unique it's patented. And where even the french fries are so different they're called something else. Listen. Just because you've been down this road before doesn't mean you have to come out in the same place. Try Arthur Treacher's. We're more than an alternative. We are something else. Yeah, I mean, I've been, my back is slowly getting better. I just have to be careful not to irritate it, I guess. And hopefully it'll get better. See. I'm sorry you have to go through you know, spinal well, tap, dude. And a colonoscopy. It's like, damn, dude. Just, you're turning into yeah. a Jim Henson puppet, man. Yeah. They're just sticking I mean, stuff it's in just you. Getting older, so mm. you're young. You're a spring chicken still. <laughs> Is that <laughs> with your whopping uh, four yeah. four years? Yeah, four right. years. Uh, <laughs> the whopping four year uh, disconnection. Right. It's just a. It's all about experience. I mean, you know, the, those four yeah. years are vital. Yeah, I missed out on some on the cowboy restaurant. Apparently, was yeah. one of the big yeah <sighs> seventy two year of the rat. Oh wow, that's what I was, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, oh that's yeah. Awesome. The rat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. I am. You know, I think that's what my brother is. He's a rat. But then you watch movies like The Departed. And rat has oh, yeah. that whole definition. <laughs> right. I try to stray away from that rat. I do like other things about the rat that don't have anything to do with man rats, like snitch bitches. Right. I, you know, but as far as like... You dirty rat, yeah. Them consuming trash and having sex 11 times a day and... Right. It's like, damn, lap of luxury. <laughs> They, they get free rent in New York. They're not scared of anyone. Yeah. They can go wherever the fuck they want. Like, what's up? <laughs> they can go anywhere. Yeah. They see things that we can only imagine that exist in the old, from old New York. 
Right. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hidden rooms. You know, all kinds <laughs> of crap, dude. You know New York is just filled with all that. Crazy oh, yeah, they're like hidden. scurrying around dead bodies that are mummified in places, you know. Oh, yeah, they've People been... I haven't even discovered. <laughs> rat hybrids. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. They say if the rat didn't exist, there'd be a fucking uh, 60-foot wall of trash around the entire island. Oh, yeah, I believe it. In a month. Just food, in food scraps. In a month, y'all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that, you know, so but uh Yeah. You are forgiven of your trespasses against me. And wow. you're you you may you may you're alright in my fucking graces. You had the balls to come forward and be like, Hey I, I fucked up, yeah. Adam. I fucked up. That's a hard thing to do for people, man. You don't even know. Yeah, they they scurry the other way, I guess. And just like I'm so and... glad you didn't. You know, you know me. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm fucking like bloody the pit bull. You yeah, know, but I, you know, <laughs> that's how I am. I mean, I just come from that time period too that doesn't really exist anymore. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, the end of that line. <laughs> that yeah. the end of that line of how they built punks once upon a time that were just strictly GBH right. and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hardcore punk, <laughs> you know. It was just I'm the end of it, you know. I just I, I I'll always have that ad. That's all I had. I just grew up in that, man. You know, even if That's I had to about. look normal, I was like, no, I'm very far from. It wasn't about holding it all inside and holding all your anger inside. That's for sure. Hey, <laughs> no. I'm a punk rocker, hardcore punk rocker. I guess I would just shove my anger inside. Well, I feel like, you know, I, I I did, you know, shake a lot of people, you know, that are, are really just kind of windbags in the in the industry yeah. in the end. There's a lot of windbags. Windbaggery. Um you know, it's just I I can't relate to them. I got you there and Carlos is cool and that's about it, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, you talk to these yeah. uh, one once in a lifetime guests like Ramona, uh, the oh, gold, yeah. the woman that was the golden age of uh, comics. She's still alive, apparently. Yeah. Um, and you know, things like that that I got to do yeah. specifically at that convention, even. Yeah. Uh, that I hadn't gotten to do in a while or anything close to it in a long time. Most of the shit I've always done has just been DIY, man. Yeah. But I was always stoked to try to get into the Hall of Legends, according to how I perceive them. But you know that, yeah. that it's an illusion, right? They all hate each other. Mm. No, <laughs> you know uh, it's like I don't. You know, I've heard a lot of uh, on that Mission Comic Show. I don't know if you heard that episode. You gotta go. Mm, listen I'll listen to it, to it again. That, you know, Rio's like, I was like, what's the productivity like? You know, he's like, you think it'd go up with everything, but it has, it's gone down. Mm. And people aren't as inspired to really do shit. Perfect time to fucking reheat the oven. That's all I'm saying, you know, for lack of a better term. It's like, let's get some fucking shit rolling, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I Yeah. <laughs> 
what are you going to do? You know, it's just like, I'd rather just, the only thing that's even entertaining that I would love to fancy right now is just simply breaking the law and (laughs) (laughs) making the bootleg, distributing the bootleg, fucking making money off the fucking bootleg, (laughs) make a movie about the bootleg, you know, have me freaking out about it. Like, fuck those fucking motherfuckers, Mike. How could you do this to me? I thought we had a fucking deal. You can hear the uh, yeah. when when uh, Matt Damon's playing my part, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. and they got him with a shaved head with the stripes drawn on there, you know, with a bad sharpie <laughs> marker, awesome. and he's got the little fake black, you know, nose ring, and he's like, "Fuck you, Mike," <laughs> starring Matt Damon. Yeah, Thirty years from now, it's all like on on TV, you know. With that's awesome. And it's fucking 25th year of Syndicate because you know it got banned twice before we actually were able to release it. Oh. Once by Kevin Feige, director yeah. of Marvel. <laughs> and then again by Zack Snyder, who thought he would just jump on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see all these guys like, you know, I, I thought Mike was cool, you know. Uh, he, the original thing that had happened to it, but, you know, him to take a uh, property that's not his and just know full well that he's going to fucking uh, distribute it. Yeah. And I can hear that. I can hear yeah. it. And then, defi- and then you'll finally break away. And, and you'll yeah. finally, tur- you'll become Mothra fucker. And you'll break right. away from this larvae state that, you know, yeah. you transpired it. You already had the, the trial. Yeah. You already went through the trial. You've been yeah. through the fire. You've been through it. And now you can be like, I'm an underground comic artist. I can fucking do this thing and, and, and look at guys like Bobby London and this, you know these dicks who were already like working with Doug Kenny. Right. And we're like, fuck it. Let's go ahead and uh, take uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. And Mickey Mouse was already high stakes at that point already, dude. Slow death. It's kind of like what, you know, the ill, like, it will, I can't see it being this monumental action. I can only see it being like, um, hmm. (laughs) And it kind of, it allows you to, like, breathe outside the, the mold that they've had you in, you know, as an artist and shit. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see that, you know, because Slow Death, the way they put it out, it was all moldy. It was like, oh, here's the action figure molds. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was so moldy. <laughs> yeah. It was so moldy. What the thing? Um, but it was kind of weird. I just thought, you know. You put, oh God. Rio was like, well, you know, Ron Turner gave his son consent to put the book out. I was like, okay, whatever. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. See? I just, you know, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I wouldn't have known it. Yeah. But I got it revealed on there, right? You know, uh, the whole five people that have heard the fucking thing. You know? 
I mean, I put out like four episodes in one day. I was like, fuck everyone, you know? And then I was like, I'm not, I'm not distroing shit for a thousand days. And I'm not. I'm not going to distro anything until I have a solid-ass show. I want to keep recording. And then by the time we put it out, we're fucking, you know... Because people will still hear it randomly, but I just don't want to spam everybody's mailbox all the time. I hear you. You know what I mean? But I think we got a cool show, and I think, you know... Stay with me, dude. Don't don't C2 out on me. I thought you were C2 and out on me, man. And I was like, oh, in a totally different way. I was like, oh, man. Oh, no. I'm so glad that you did. You, 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 you know, no, thank you for apologizing, man. It just it helped me out. You know? yeah, Seriously. I, I wouldn't C2. <laughs> My mom was yeah. kind of bummed out about that. She was like, well... Really? C two shouldn't love, you know. I think, yeah, it was, it was, it's a shame, you know. Well, we are missing this kind of vital part, and I just got to move on. It's kind of like you know, Trailer Park Boys without Corey and Trevor for a while, you know. It's like, yeah, hey man, the show went on, <laughs> you know. That's true. And it fucking did well. It was only when they lost Jim Leahy, and I won't. I'm kind of the Leahy of the show. Yeah. You know, it kind of circles around me as right. this mad doctor who fucking has topics of fucking specific interests. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You have things to say too, you know, and I, I would really appreciate to get it on there, you know. It would mean a lot to oh. me, man. Um, so yeah, let's Let's formulate it. Let me go to school. <laughs> Do yeah. shit like that. Go to that lousy Southern Illinois University. Because <laughs> you know that that's what I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to end up happening with me, man. Might as well. Well, got to start. Got to just start, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to be too far away from the portal. Not to talk about it too much, but I don't want to, you know, I just really don't want to be too far away from it. I hear and so I figure I might as well get two birds stoned at once and a bunch of birds stoned at once. I get settled in. Central air conditioning. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe a heater <laughs> during the winter because, you know, it gets cold out there. Motherfucker. It's cold. It gets cold out there on that Shawnee land. So, you know, you got to be ready for that. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna stay there until 2024, man. Uh -huh. After I get done with whatever I can get done with school, I'd like right. to go into getting an LLC. But the whole time I'm gonna keep drawing. Okay. And now I'm gonna do the slow death cover. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking. We gotta do. You know how you've been putting these pictures out that are all super detailed collab. Oh, yeah. Where you're drawing, like, kind of the outline of it. Oh, that's right. And whoever's... Who's who's drawing those with you, man? Those super detailed... That was, that was Schaefer inked them. Uh, he dropped out of existence. I mean, I don't know uh, why, but he... It's too bad. He was a good one, you know. I don't know if I told you about... I think I told you about that. He was dating Julie Doucet for a while. She was staying with him in New York, and, 
and she did some comics. He's like in there, you know. Yeah. Eventually, he was addicted to heroin. Lower East Side. Oh, really? That's that was the end. Moved away to his parents in Brewerton, New York, like out in the woods. Oh wow. And that's where he was when we, you know, I mailed him those pencils that he used to. And then one day he just stopped writing. You know? yeah. That's sad. Yeah, because he was he was talented, you know. He was doing a lot of drawings. I don't know if you remember the shadow in Lower East Side. Yeah, did you hear that episode I did? The shadow knows. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I fucking got Chris on there, Chris Flash. Yeah. Talking about, you know... That's right. His little Lower East Side involvement in Tompkins Square Park, the last stretch of... Oh, wow. Any kind of representation of old school freedom like that. You know what I mean? Oh. Remember when you came and saw me at Sea Squat? <laughs> it's over. You can hear it. New York, it's just, New York City. It's now that the pandemic is supposedly over. They're gonna like reclaim New York. You know. You think so? I think so. It's all about money. I still see new buildings shooting up everywhere. I mean, I'm like, what the hell? You've oh, all man. these offices that are small. It's true. A lot of money. I mean, it's going to bounce back, you know, and they're going to just get the cops out there again like it was nothing happened. Do you ever feel like that part of New York was like the Wizard of Oz, you know? Oh, yeah. Like a tornado <laughs> ran through there. <laughs> It feels like it. <laughs> Where were you for most of that beginning? You were what for? For what the pandemic? Yeah, when that started, you were already in left, right? I was with my uh, doctor. Uh, oh, that's right. Janine Belden. That's right. Janine Belden, who shows up one time on episode one hundred doctor from Stanford University. Right. And then, uh, yeah. Kind of got the podcast started off that. (laughs) Janine Belden. A.K.A. Sally. (laughs) The pirate. She tried to kill me a couple times after the virus started. She was like, but she's like an elder, you know. So. She's got the mentality of one of the pirates of the Caribbean. She tried to kill you. She was like, you know, she she'll try to kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, I thought after the virus happened, everybody just showed who they really were right away. And I've got a year and a half of recording to prove it. 
it's because they weren't used to it. We were, that was like it bringing people down our level, you know. Oh no! <laughs> and they can't handle it. Like food. No, they're animals. Yep. Nope. I uh, had a narcissistic relationship inside the thing. Right. That was fun. I actually had my neck broke. I lost my mom. I lost my uncle Jeff, who's the one that got me in the metal to begin with. Right. Um. I uh, lived in about 12 different places and, and kept flying consistently throughout the virus and just kept going here. I went to the Bronx twice, lived there so, you know, for a total of like five months almost. Like I mean like almost half the fucking virus I lived there. You know? So you know I haven't seen uh, shit. I haven't really, I'll be honest, it's kind of like uh, the way people would respond to me about when they hear about Nibiru or Planet X or even Pizzagate crap. <laughs> I think, you know, they would uh, be the, you know, I feel the same way about the virus. I haven't really seen nothing. I have heard about people dying from it, but most of the things that I've heard have really happened from have really happened from the vaccines and the fear seems to re rotate more around the vaccines than the actual virus itself that's what i've noticed so with that being said you know that's what i've got now recording because not just recording it on the show but just talking to people after and everybody's got a fucking opinion about what the fuck they think about it dude but for the most part, I've seen people violently or just kind of angrily get upset if they don't comply to, if you don't comply to what, how they're registering everything and, and on what serious life level it is for them, you know. Did you know if you matched the fucking Led Zepp or uh, Pink Floyd up with the fucking, did you ever do that? Match the fucking Wizard of Oz up with the Pink Floyd? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. You gotta do that. Did you know there's a Mandela effect in the fucking Wizard of Oz? Maybe I've heard of it. It's, well, for me, it's that they got weapons before they actually go into the witch's castle. And the Scarecrow has a fucking handgun now. And I don't ever, man, I watched the fuck out of that fucking movie, bro, growing up. Every St. Patrick's Day, we watched Wizard of Oz. Came on at 7 o'clock, you know. Uh, you had, I got to eat McDonald's once a fucking year. Right. That was when. And we had a Shamrock Shake. And because of how detailed that specific kind of memory is, for me, not remembering them having weapons and shit reminds me of, yeah, it's a Mandela effect. And not only that, but you see it listed by a bunch of other people who have chalked it up as being a Mandela effect as well. You know, the big time displacement. 
It's that alternative Earth, Mike. I guess on this Earth, we go ahead and bootleg slow death. Right. Make it our new moonshine. And just allow it to be this platform for fucking new underground motherfuckers to come in like Greg Irons was. Mm -hmm. And just keep getting them in there. And as long as it's demented, they can get in. Yeah. You know? And if it's not, they can't. (laughs) It's that simple. (laughs) It's pretty much that time. Greg Irons was demented enough to get into fucking any of the shit. They just... I just felt like that's been the problem with the Bay Area a lot. It's clicky. The whole West Coast is clicky. Fanographics is fucking clicky. It's always been. And for arts, I'm just to fucking like, oh, I'm going to waltzy Matilda from Fanographics to Last Gasp. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Cock blocking motherfucker. Cock blocking Beehotch. Cock blocker. <laughs> Cock blocker. And Peter Cooper, man, just like, can I get in this? Can I do this? It's like, you fucking Weasley, you motherfucker. When I saw that, I was like, what? Why? It's just, you know what? We just got to take matters into our own hands, Mike. We have to take, we have to run away from home, get sucked through a tornado, go meet the wizard. (laughs) Well, you want to wrap this up? How you feeling? You want to get going? Well, let me know how this spinal colostomy goes. I mean, tomorrow I just can't eat all day. I can drink chicken broth, clear broth, jello, Gatorade, water. You can watch Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to survive, though. My stomach grows. Oh, my God. And then at 5 o'clock, i got to drink this whole light gallon jug laxative solution. Then I gotta do an enema all this stuff. Enema! Enema! Battalion of Saints covering Van Halen back in the day. Those guys were awesome. Like, no shit. All right, well, Mr. Diana, thanks for being a fucking stand-up friend in the end. And it does go down in history as you did come forward. Dude, it matters. It fucking matters to me. I love you more for it, okay? And now you can always know you can talk to me, okay? All right. I know now. Well... Yeah, I see where you were coming from, not the one I hear. Us to be feeling rejected. I just kept putting it off. That's a problem. I, mean, I should have just blurted it out. In time for talking, I was thinking about it. But I felt like, you know, I don't know. Hard. I didn't do it. I screwed up. <laughs> well, it'll never happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I like when things sync up, you know. Um, thank you, Mike. And uh, I'm going to save this as a show, okay? Yeah. Okay, cool, man. The apology of Mike Diana, the uncensored, <laughs> yeah, malt vinegar filled. Yeah. Holy dripping. shit. Dripping with vins. Dripping with malty vins. <laughs> dripping. <laughs> Drenched, you know? Drenched. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out, man. Thank you. And keep in touch. And I know oh, you're going to be healing, but keep in touch. Don't yeah, don't let eight like weeks you know, go by, okay? Just, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Come on, man. All right, man. All right, man. All right. Love you, bro. See you, bro. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I command you to give me your name. <laughs> All right. You heard it, man. Fucking awesome. As the show keeps on fucking rolling. Thanks, Mike. Oh. You were totally cool. You came forward. And you let me know what was up. It was cool. <laughs> Fuck the industry, man. We're gonna fucking talk to fucking Frank Cannon Letter. <laughs> He's gonna give you the golden keys, motherfucker. And not only are you gonna do an illegal imprint of fucking slow death, you're gonna fucking make a movie about it. And Frank's gonna put it out. And he's gonna laugh so fucking hard. It's gonna be the best shit he's ever seen in the 21st century, dude. It's time to redeem the, the trial, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anima. 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 Enema, ho, 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 ho. You're gonna get an enema, Mike. <laughs> oh my god. It's gotta happen. You're gonna get the colostopolomy. That's, I think, how they say it in the GED business. <laughs> oh shit. Mike. <laughs> I ain't never getting no colonoscopy, man. Fuck that. They ain't sticking no tube up my butt. They ain't sticking no shit in my nuts. You can fuck off with the vaccine. Get your hands off me. 
You've taken enough blood in my life. That's right. Later, guys. Talk to you soon, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh. This one's called Tell Tell Mother to Go Fuck Themselves. You should tell your mother to go fuck herself. You should tell your mother to go fuck herself. Hey, Lamb! Go fuck yourself! And listen to Adam Air, MDGED, Underground Cartoon Fucking Therapy. Fucker. This is Audible. Oh, God, shut the fuck up. That's bullshit. That's not what it says in the fucking book according to uh, Fanagraphics, but whatever. Let's get this fucking show started.